Welcome to Dog Walks with the Big Dog Talks. Today on the show, I'm Frank Howley. I'm Allie from Peach Kelly Pop. And we're going to be talking about making music, Peach Kelly Pop, Canada, punk rock, productivity, art vibes, and anything else cool, and probably dogs. Yo, welcome. I'm here with Allie from Peach Kelly Pop, one of my favorite bands, and we're at a dog bark. There's even like a little doggy over there. Yeah. Uh, this is in Long Beach, your turf. Yeah. Um, I'm very excited to talk to you. Thank one. Thank you for so much being on the show. Thank you for having me. Uh, Peach Pop is one of my favorite bands, uh, and it's weird because I'm so selective with the music I listen to. I feel like I have maybe like 20 bands. Like that's it at any time, and then I just kind of go like obsessively over the top with it. I'm honored. Yeah. So I want I wanted to know like for people watching. Uh, can you kind of describe like what is Peach Kelly Pop? What is the sound? And then I'll go deeper into the history. But like, yeah, for people new, what is Peach Kelly Pop? Um, I feel like people always think that Peach Kelly Pop sounds like cartoon music and it's upbeat and it's exciting and it's kind of emotional and feminine, but everyone has their own opinion. But that's what I've heard. So, yeah, like. I like I've seen this like meme online where it's like what is it Peach Clay Pop is like for Blink One Eight Two for people who like anime and astrology, yeah. uh, and even the evolution of your sound. Can you kind of talk about like how did Peach Clay Pop start and like because it seemed like it started as like a bedroom DIY project. Do you want to talk about it? You can grab the mic too. Yeah. So basically, I um, I started uh, playing the drums in bands and I decided that I wanted to try writing music. So I got friends to teach me like. Um, power chords and bar chords just really easy punk guitar and um, yeah and then I uh, I figured out how to play some punk songs and then tried writing my own music and that's how Peach Lolly Pop started and I didn't really know that anyone would ever hear it it was just kind of for myself at first and then uh, it grew from there so yeah when was like so you, so you did your first record and was that like did you just upload it online did you get it like yeah. i know eventually like i think it was like press and stuff but like yeah. how did it even start from being like this personal project to like okay i'm doing this like let's go for it was there like a tipping point where you realized like no i want to i want to pursue this and starting touring i think that i was hanging out with other people that were um touring and playing shows and so after i kind of shared my music online and I realized some people like it. I decided it, it would be fun to pursue, um, you know, uh, taking it further. Yeah. And then there was like a there's like a very distinct shift between like because the first record, like I even you, you described it on Twitter as it being like, I think you called it sonically insane. Mm -hmm. uh, and then like because for me, like I, I, I discovered your music just through Apple Music. Just like it generated the stuff I liked, and it was like you might like this, and sure, yeah, and sure enough, it was great. Cause like when I first listened to you, it was like I I really like I had like a ska face in high school. I think maybe we all did, but like it, there was this like beach punk vibe that reminded me of like the Aquabats or even like adolescence, just like that SoCal skate scene. Um, but PKP two was like this burst of like hope and like like optimism and like just this these incredible vibes and I loved it but then this shift into PKP3 was all of a sudden like this aggressive punk and like it kicks ass does does each record have like kind of a distinct like vibe or emotion behind it can you like talk about the evolution of the band yeah I think when I first started the band um uh this is like a maybe TMI but yeah. PKP1 was the first time I like really fell in love with someone and so it's so emotional it's actually like hard for me to listen to it because it's just so gushy I'm like <laughs> and then PKP2 was I think I was um 
I think with the with the second and third album, I was more thinking about the live show, and I was like, I want yeah. it to be fun. I wanted to um, to have lots of energy. So the song started getting a bit faster and kind of more um, suited to like a really fun live show. Was that something too? Because it's like, so I don't. That we we can talk about this. Like, I the one thing I know how to do well is like I know how to make videos. Uh, audio, wind so issues aside, <laughs> I can do video stuff. But like anything else, artists, musicians, that's like magic to me. So when you write like your records, like because you're you're doing like guitar lines, bass lines. Yeah. Like I don't know how any of the process of writing music. Can you kind of describe like? How does one write a record from start to finish? Really, like, what are the steps? Um, okay, so I've thought about this a lot, and I think it's trial and error. So sometimes um, I'll come up with, like, a nice vocal melody, and I'll write a, a guitar line around it, or I'll, like, I'll come up with something that I think is a cool bass line, and I'll kind of, like, build around that. And honestly, like... I feel like, at least for me, I might write, like, five songs, and then I'll, I'll like you know, I'll get it to the point where I have the guitar and the bass and the vocals and I'll be like, I don't like it. And so it takes some tries, you know, like not every song works. So um, I'd say it's just like trying and not putting too much pressure on yourself. The other thing too, why I really like gra gravitate towards Peach Kelly Pop, I feel like in SoCal, I have a circle of friends I would always describe as like anime punks. Yeah. Like there's this band like I'm friends with, like, I love called like Slime Girls. And like, there's even like New York bands like On Monoguchi. And it seemed like this generation of like nerds who grew up like on anime and video games. Now all of a sudden we're like in our twenties or a little older and like making, making art. And it's just yeah. everything we loved in our childhoods outpouring. Yeah. So like you, like all of your like imagery and stuff, there's a lot of like anime, but specifically like Sailor Moon. Can you talk about how that was an influence and how that like be became part of the PKP brand? Oh my gosh, yeah. So I'd say just, yeah, I'd say growing up, um, I just love Sailor Moon. I would watch it with my sister and our friend Alyssa every day after school. Um, and I think, I think back then it appealed to me because it was like all girls and they looked really cool and they looked really pretty. Yeah. And um, just like the, the animation is amazing, the style, the aesthetic. And um, that's still why it appeals to me. And also because like they're kicking ass and that's really cool. Um, yeah, I, I feel like it has entered my psyche in a really deep way, um, like a a permanent way where Sailor Moon is now just like I don't know really important to me forever <laughs> so. and then what, what, when was the first time that Peach Kelly Pop got to like tour Japan like was that a wild adventure and you've done other interviews where you've talked about like the crowd reactions but like did that like transform you as an artist and performer can you talk about like yeah, yeah that power I feel like that was the first time that I felt just felt just so deeply understood where I was like I think the people in Japan really understand on like a psychic level exactly what I'm going for and as an artist that feels so amazing um, and then of course just the culture there um, they always make you feel welcome and appreciated so it was just you know so positive and uh, and so much fun so yeah I have so many positive things to say one, one thing too like like uh, 
like like one of my favorite Japanese bands is Poly Six, and so like I would always look up like uh, concert videos of them performing, and like this even works for like idol bands. But yeah, Japanese crowds seem to be so like appreciative towards like the band always clapping, performing. Yes. Uh, and it's funny because like so maybe you've seen this firsthand. Like I've only seen uh, perform I think three times live, but every single time it's like I might be the only one, but I am like screaming and jumping and thrashing about, and I love to like spread that positivity and like. One thing that, like, I guess it, it doesn't bo- it doesn't bother me as much anymore, but when I would go to shows in L.A., it's like so many of the audience just cross arms, and it's like, oh, yeah. I get they enjoy their music, but, like, it's like, I kind of wish everyone was bouncing around. Like, what's your, like, ideal performance? Even, like, venue, because I like DIY. I like the smaller the show, the better. But what's your kind of ideal place in space to perform in? Well, there's lots of different factors. So um, I've been playing shows for, like, uh like 13 or 14 years now so I have become kind of picky like like I think like the sound on stage like if I can hear the band well and I can hear my voice well I can perform better and so I'm always like happy if I think I've performed well so that helps but of course I love an enthusiastic audience I love um yeah when people seem to be into it so if there's like a person going crazy in the front I'm really appreciative of that um, because, you know, it can be a little intimidating if the crowd is just really cold. And it's funny because sometimes they'll come up to you after when they've been really cold and they say like, that was amazing. I loved it. Uh, It was so great. And I was like, you looked you looked like you weren't having fun and I, I noticed what happened but people are shy sometimes yeah, yeah. you know so because like my favorite moment I think it's when you open for chai uh I think like because I had a few friends with me who were dancing and like there's always like two other dudes when I go to see LA PKP shows we now recognize each other and we always go hard and dance uh but like yeah that, that chai show by the way kicked ass like that was unbelievable I remember you're you're about to go like all right this next song is Los Angeles and I screamed yes and I think I like broke like you guys like cracked and smiled uh, but it was like I never know if I'm scaring bands when I do that kind of stuff like okay cool I I love it um, I want to kind of shift gears so another theme overlying theme of like the, the show is like I'm I kind of have like OCD and like I'm very anxious when it, I can't let my mind rest so I'm always curious about like productivity and so it's always such a hard balance between a like being an artist making time to actually make stuff but also be having a day job stuff that pays bills and then see living life having social experiences that you can make your art about so after doing this band for like a decade or more like have you cracked a formula or anything or what's this balance please um i totally have and i've thought about this a lot um as someone that you know I feel like as an artist, the goal is to not have to work and to only focus on your art. But I had the opportunity to do that when I wrote the last album and I found myself um, having less um, inspiration and um, less balance in life. So I was kind of like leaving my house less because I didn't have to leave my house. And uh, it was not good. And so I actually love having um, like the opportunity to do music and something else. So um, ideally like a part-time job that I really like with cool people would be amazing. And, uh, and then like uh, some other hobby. So like I enjoy exercising. I love going to the beach and I love hanging out with dogs. So, um, I think balance for creative people is really important, at least me. Um, so yeah, I think everyone has their own formula and I think I found mine and I relate to what you're saying a lot. <laughs> okay. yeah. Uh, yeah. Cause like, man, it's, it's, 
it's like I'm, I'm like I can't ever let my mind worry. But I think I've gotten older. I think what it was is like it's so funny because I've had like like mentors and other people tell like tell this to me now I get it when I was young it was like I just want to make movies and videos yeah. and so I was like 18 I want to make a movie but it's like yeah. I don't have shit to say like yeah. <laughs> you need to like go through life have heartbreak and stuff and again yeah. like when I found PKP like that's what was so cool is following your music and your albums and then dude like Gentle Leader and Witch Witch are like two completely different like stories yeah. and like how long apart did you release those because like they're so they both sound great, but they're almost like different bands, like totally. so styled. Totally. Okay, so I actually wrote Gentle Leader first. So that's uh, our, f- okay. yeah. So um, it's weird because um, I spent so long on that record, and that is when I took time off work to only focus on that. And I put so much pressure on myself, like, this needs to be really good, this has to be the best thing, or maybe I won't even do music anymore. So it was kind of like a crushing amount of pressure. Yeah, and then after I did that, um, Mint Records, who put out both of those releases, said like, you should do something else. Oh no! (laughs) Crazy. (laughs) That is a treacherous, yeah. Anyways, yeah, so after Gentle Leader, um, my record label said you should put out something else, and I had no pressure with Witch Witch, um, and it was completely fun, and I kind of was like, if it's great, that's awesome, if it's not great, then I don't think it'll make a big difference, you know, or like, you know, of course I wanted it to be good, but I think um, putting pressure on yourself can be really bad sometimes and so um it's funny because I'd say like I did not enjoy doing gentle leader at all it was so I'm I'm really proud of it and I think it's like one of the best things that I've done but the process of making it was like really just like hard you know like hard on myself like psychologically and then which which was so much fun and it was fast and it was organic and everything was easy so it's really interesting I think that was a learning or like yeah very much a learning experience where um for myself and probably other creative people if you allow yourself to just um, have fun and make something a little bit light and not force anything, then it's a lot easier. And I think the um, the outcome will be better, honestly. <laughs> and then, like, the, the two music videos I love, like, cause you, you've done so many different music videos throughout the career. Like, I think even Princess Castle is, like, you're dressed as, like, Peach and running around. <laughs> uh, but then, like, yeah, Gentle Leader, again, that record rules. It's so good. Uh, but, like, Black Magic is, like, a short film. Oh, well, there's also, yeah, like, it's a short film. You have... Uh, you have one of the dudes from corporate in it, like, yeah. but then on the other side, you have crooked and crazy, which is so lo-fi, but sweet. Yeah. It's like, I, it's so charming. And then, uh, I think my favorite is, uh, I, I always forget the name of it. It's the sweet, sorry, something medicine drugstore symbol of happiness. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, that's called drugstore <laughs> symbol of happiness. And it's funny because, um, when I was coming up with the idea, it's a very simple, just like one shot film. I was like, I want it to be like, yellow by Coldplay, where where the singer is just like walking on the beach so like that was kind of the inspiration uh sorry it's not cool but I actually like that song and I think the video is really pretty so I wanted to do something like that and so uh we did that one in Elysian Park in uh in Echo Park um yeah in LA and uh yeah that's our most simple music video but the most popular which is funny because the other ones are like so elaborate and like a way bigger budget and then like the most simple one 
I don't know. It, it people liked it the most. It uh, it's great. I want to shift into like fitness and dogs in a second, but uh, real, but before we branch away from PKP, what's uh, like, what's the current status? Are you like generating ideas? Is there future plans? Like, well, yeah, what's what's up with PKP? Um, <laughs> yeah. So um, we just finished uh, what's called an album cycle. Like we uh, put out the albums, we went on tour, we did all the press, we put out the music videos, and now we're in. Um, the uh the part of the cycle where i'm coming up with new stuff so um i'm making demos as soon as we're done this i'm probably going to go home and keep working on my demos yeah so new songs um I, I feel like bands always wait to make announcements but i don't really care um i'm gonna do an ep on lauren records who i always work with and uh 2020 a new lp with mint records so my two awesome labels that i work with and so yeah i'm just coming up with as many songs as i can and as i mentioned like some of them won't work and some of them will so i just need to keep writing as many as i can and um that's okay <laughs> oh there's a child down there i thought i hoped it was a dog uh yeah and so just keep writing songs and then we have some tours that we're kind of planning right now with some really cool bands so i'm really excited for everything coming up okay awesome cool because i'm like dying to see you live again so i can like it's 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 so fun it's and then like also like yeah when i when i listen to like your music like it it charges me up and and going to your shows and dancing and, and it's like i treat it like andrew wk like releasing all that positive energy even if it scares some people is so much fun like it's Oh, it's such a good release. Um, but talking about releasing positive energy, yeah. kind of two things that go hand in hand, but like I want to talk about like mental health and fitness. Yeah. So you've talked about like with Gentle Leader, like really working yourself in a rut, trying to get this thing right. Yeah. Like I, I, I do a lot of like editing and like, yeah. it's just, I, I, I'm very thankful to have the jobs I have, but like it yeah. is monotonous sometimes. Mm-hmm. How do you kind of recharge, distance yourself from your art, but like yeah. how do you keep your mental health like balanced? Cause that's like, yeah. I'm getting better at it as I get older, but they didn't teach you this stuff in school. No, no, I think it's something that we all have to kind of learn and everyone's different. So everyone has something that makes them feel better and maybe it changes over time too. So, um, I grew up playing competitive soccer, which, yeah. So, um, I always kind of did exercise. And then as an adult, I've realized it really helps me in a lot of ways, you know, like I sleep better and, um, yeah, I don't know. I feel like everything's kind of connected. So, Um, When I exercise, I get the endorphins, like the obvious, like good feelings from exercising and then sleeping well really helps me too. So all of those things go hand in hand. And I feel like it kind of, um, it like cleans your mind. Like it's like you start fresh. It kind of like um, forces you, I don't know, like if I don't exercise, I feel like I kind of like can like go into a down a downward spiral and then when I do I just feel like I can handle stuff a lot better so yeah if I if I like miss it I'll get antsy and gross so it's like I ideally if I like and it's funny because it's like I've done like earlier vlogs about this like again just just trying to like encourage people in the smallest ways I lost a lot of weight because my trick was I would go to the gym and I would just ride the elliptical and check Twitter for an hour (laughs) but that worked but then if I don't have time to do that I'll just go for like a 15 30 or 30 minute walk at least once a day but it's just like any any little nugget I can get that will help but like how like I've seen you like post on like Instagram stuff you like do like crazy like ab workouts and stuff (laughs) like how does I don't even know how people like 
discover this stuff and make these routines? Like, how, what's your like instruction booklet for that? Okay, so I um I've done a lot of different workout classes. I think because I grew up doing like structured group exercise, I I enjoy that even as an adult. So I if I have to work out alone, like if I go to the gym, I'm gonna be like. Yeah, I don't really feel yes. like doing that. It's like hard to push yourself. But if I do a class, then I'll really push myself. So that's what I do. I go to like these weird group, not weird, but you know, like, like a, um, a like high intensity interval training class where like it's an hour I'm, and I know that's how long the class is going to be. And it's really intense. And then I don't know, it's kind of like predictable in a way. And so from those I've just learned I've learned like the moves you know so like I kind of know a bit more about like body composition and and what to do um to get a really good workout in a short amount of time and stuff like that so kind of nerdy but but it's good it's really fun yeah I'm all, I'm all about like do, doing the most you can within the shortest amount of time helps uh shifting away uh, then the other thing I know you're big on again, which is like I really like following your Twitter and Instagram, and I'll put links in the description below if you don't already follow Allie on her social media, the band stuff and everything. Uh, but you are obsessed with dogs, and it's like it kicks ass. How did you get into dog fostering? Because you said you've raised like fifty or like how, how does what is this like second life you have? Okay, so um, I'd say like seven years ago, I immigrated from Canada to the United States, and there was a period of about six months where I wasn't legally allowed to work. So I was like, well, what do I do? This is really boring. I don't know. And so I went to my local animal shelter and I was like, I have a lot of time. I can volunteer. And then that day at the orientation, when I first went and signed up, they said like, so you mentioned you're interested in fostering. We have a litter of puppies. And I was like, all right, let's do it. And so... Um, I did have a dog, you know, but, but I just love dogs. Like um, I love, I love all animals, but especially dogs. And that's when I started fostering and I fostered a couple litters of puppies, but after moving, yeah, it's cute, but it's completely insane. And there's a lot of cleanup as you would imagine. Um, yeah, but, um, after moving to LA, um, I had done like, uh, volunteer work and then I also had done dog walking and I worked at a dog daycare briefly which is really crazy I don't know if I'd recommend that to anyone but um yeah I I realized that there is a disproportionate amount of pit bull breeds that need help and that have kind of had like excuse my language like the shit end of the stick and so I um I, I signed up to foster with a rescue called Angel City Pitbulls, and they're a really great rescue. Yeah, and so through them, um, they kind of make it really easy to foster. So, like, it's it's not stressful. They really work with your schedule, especially if you have a job or you already have a dog or something. So with them, I've been able to foster so many dogs, and they're all screened. So, like, I'm not going to get some wild card dog that I don't know what it's going to be like or how it will act around people. So it's like family dogs, you know, and it's so much fun because I basically just have this awesome dog that I get to hang out with until they get adopted. So um, I don't have to worry about like finding the dog a home. Yeah, like they take care of all of that. I just get it. And then they let me know when the dog's been adopted. So it's so easy and it's really fun. So, yeah, that's good. And it's also community service. Like, yeah, yeah, like I watched a Louis Thoreau documentary on like L.A. dog shelters. And it's like it's sad. Like how many just. 
Yeah. Yeah. So thank you for doing your part. I love it. It's, it's selfish. Honestly. No, it's 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 incredible. And again, it, it results in a lot of good Instagram stories, <laughs> which are always good. Um, and then well, you mentioned it too. Uh, you probably talked about some in interviews, but even quickly, when was like uh what what was like the tipping point for you moving from Canada to LA? Like that yeah. must have been like scary, but also a big yeah. push. Like just yeah, what was what was that about? What was that about? <laughs> well, okay, <laughs> classic. I moved here for a romantic uh, partner, <laughs> but I. Also also, I was like, I was from like a, a medium small city and I had never lived anywhere else. And I went to California and I loved it. And so um, I, I like wanted to move to be with my person, but I also was like, I want to move. I want to see the world. I want to see new things. I want to live somewhere else. And so that was a part of it. And uh, yeah, I ended up staying here and um, yeah, it's been seven years. Uh, it's crazy to move. I don't think it really hit me until years after I moved that it was difficult. Like now I'm like, oh yeah, life is kind of easier if your family is around or, or people that have known you forever, you know? So like it kind of hit me, especially like I was playing in a band with two sisters and they're really close. And I was like, yeah, I don't have any kind of support system like that here. So um, it's nice because I can talk to my family often. Like I talk to them like every couple days and we check in. But it's definitely like um, if my family lived here, I would have a dog because yeah. they could help me. Like if I needed to go on tour, they could probably look after it. But like, you know, just little things like that. Like. I, there's no one I can really uh, impose on here, <laughs> comfortably. Uh, well, at least you've been able to come out and do more records. And again, like one thing I relate to is I connect two people through the internet. Yeah. So again, even though like you're an LA band, I never heard of you until Apple Music spit you out. And I was like, okay, cool. And then, oh, you're local? Going to check that out. Yeah. But uh, yeah, I think like, have you had like, like, because again, like you, your music has helped me out so much too. Have you had these like, connections from other fans and people saying like your work means so much and is it also something where it's like you never expected that <laughs> yeah yeah I would say so I'd say um that that kind of makes it worth it honestly especially when I, I I'm like not sure if I should be doing something else because I think uh as a creative person I mean at least like my parents are are really supportive but they I'm sure they would prefer if I picked a more stable career um so there are times where I'm like I don't know if I should be doing this like I should have done something else or just made music a hobby or something and then when people say stuff like that it, it really makes you feel a bit more justified and feel like um it's like a meaningful thing to be doing so it's it's really nice to hear that so yeah, seriously, thank you so much for your music. Like it's uh, it's helped me a lot. And like again, I think the work you do too between like each album that shift and like you're growing. Like like it's uh, and I think that's what like life is like. I have like a decade of YouTube videos, and like every it's just everything is so different. But it's cool to see other artists like evolve, and it's like oh, it's all normal. Like I think that's the other thing too. Like I think we all feel so weird and when you make art you're putting yourself out there yeah. and to have people find that and connect that it's like oh it's okay we're okay yeah. so it's like it's like this validation which is which is really cool but yeah your music kicks out check out peach Clyde pop what's the best way people can uh a support you like is it through Bandcamp, buying merch um 
I think we have cool merch. Uh, I'm going to have a merch sale. All your shirts. I wear them all the time, like, <laughs> excessively. But I love your shirts. Yay. Um, yeah, I we do sell a lot of shirts. So, um, I mean, yeah, if you buy merch, that's super great. It goes right to the band and helps us keep making music. So that's rad. Um, you can check us out on Spotify. Um, I don't really get any anything from Spotify. I don't think I ever have. But um, but yeah, but it's cool if you listen and you like the songs. So um, yeah, and come out to our shows too yes. when we go on tour. And then lastly, for like, there's a lot of like younger people too who like who like watch the show and stuff like people and kids in college and stuff. Do you have any like words of advice for like aspiring artists or also like something that you wish you knew when you were starting out, like when you were younger, like just any words of wisdom or encouragement? Um, I would say, um, don't be scared to just do it. You know, it sounds like both of us, that's kind of how we got started. We didn't second guess ourselves. Yeah. Yeah. I think, um, it's really easy to kind of feel a lack of self-confidence, um, especially when, uh, when everyone's doing stuff and it's easy to compare yourself to other people. I think, um, it's good to just, um, yeah, just don't second guess yourself, have fun with it, be positive, support other people too. Um, I'd say like be active in your community. Um, that's something that I have to remind myself sometimes as like an introvert that likes to stay at home. It's like, it's actually really important to go out and support other artists and talk to people and put yourself out there. So yeah. Hell yeah. All right. Thanks so much. Check out Peach Kali Pop on Twitter, Instagram, Apple Music, Spotify. Utah. I'll put all the links below. Uh, seriously, thank you so much, Allie, here in Long Beach. Uh, do you dig Long Beach since you moved from L.A.? Different vibe? Yeah, it's totally different. Um, I lived in L.A. for maybe like five years, and I, I was like, I've heard good things about Long Beach. I can walk places, whereas in L.A. you have oh, to drive Oh, it's so spread apart. And here, um, I can walk to the beach, which I do like almost every day. I walk and get coffee every day. And so it's a lot more mellow, less traffic, really chill. So I'm into it. Hell yeah. All right. That's what we're all about. Keeping it chill. All right. Thanks so much. Thank you, Ali, for your time. Thank you, Audrey, for filming. Thanks, everyone, for watching. Uh, check out Peach Kali Pop. Kick ass. Later, dude.